0: All right, Midwest Baseball and Rinks Podcast right back at you here. I took a week off. We've been uh, traveling all over top tournaments, um, but we're excited to get back in the booth here with you guys, and this episode is presented by Dingback Company. Guys, you guys have heard us talking about it. Guys, go check them out, dingbackcompany.com. Check them out right away. Go get a couple patches. They got customized patches. You want to do a group order, um, give them a call or give them an email, and they're going to hook you up. They're going to give you some discounts there. You got a group order, but they have the travel team patch patches right there on their website. i looking at them right now. Pretty cool stuff. You got Hamlin Park, you got Cedar Rapids Reds, uh, Dunham Park, you got Wasco Baseball. Uh, this is really cool, man. So you can get your logo directly on the patches that are going over your bats. Uh, again, I love them because it's not, it's, I I'm, and I promise you, my kid uses it and I haven't heard a ding in my car since I got my ding bats. So um, go check them out right away. I guarantee you, you're going to be happy with this for these long road trips. You got the rest of June and you got July coming up lots of travel and lots of out-of-town tournaments you're gonna want this dingbagcompany.com and tell them that you guys were sent over by Midwest Baseball Ranks and uh, get yours today let's hop into the show here I'm back Midwest Baseball Ranks podcast right back at you here I'm with Andrew Andrew how we doing man
1: good how are you man
0: living the dream man we got Dude, a special guest we got a, a,
1: it's been a week since we've been on
0: I know Do you realize but, that Traveling the the world.
1: The fans have been going crazy like oh my god why are we not getting our midwest baseball ranks podcast fix i don't they're understand
0: chanting in the streets for us they're, they're chanting <laughs> they,
1: they yeah. had parade they had a parade set up for me going to my tournament this past week <laughs> I, it was incredible yeah. i thought it was a little over the top but
0: no never over the top people were asking me in kentucky where's the podcast where's the podcast <laughs> um, so we're giving them two this week we're giving you know double episode we got this first episode we're going to be focusing on ohio we got uh two Two-time guest with us, uh, Nate Smith from Upper Arlington. Nate, what's going on, man? How are we doing?
2: Not much. Thanks for having me. I think was it episode two or episode three? Yeah. Yeah. What make the debut?
0: Yeah, it was early on. That was uh, that was before Andrew was a co-host, I believe. Uh, yeah. It was just me and you. Yeah. 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 It was
2: it was fun, and I'm looking forward to having some fun and kind of breaking down Ohio here and some of the things I've seen here um, at yeah. the tenue level here in the state of Ohio.
0: Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I, I think this is where people really love us bringing a guest on is what um, we did it with. Uh, we had Jay on for my tournament preview, and then we had, uh, what you we call We had, uh, who do we have from Michigan, Andrew? Andrew? Uh, uh, Jake Kornbacher, uh, oh, Jay, yep, the yep, U.S.A.
1: Right. director. Yep.
0: Right. So being able to get you know different views of things, especially from people that are like you know right there in it, I think people love that. So I think this is going to be awesome for, for everyone here. We're glad to have you on, uh, two time guest, and uh, you know we, last we talked to you was in the preseason. Uh, how's the season going for you, man? Are you, you hanging in there? The head's still lot, uh, attached to the body—that's always a good sign.
2: It's going, yeah. It's uh, it's been fun as always. I mean, I just love being out there with the boys and competing and uh, kids learning the game of baseball. Um, what I've seen from a transition standpoint, the kids were very robotic last year. They're starting to think for themselves, starting to make plays on their own without coach yelling. All right, here's where we need to go with the ball. It's like, not necessarily what's the next play. But what's the play ahead, right? You catch the ball in the outfield. Where are you going with it? If the kids tag it up from second or whatever it might be. So, that's been awesome to see this this year kids being able to make their own decisions when kids are on base we're not we're giving the steal sign but we're not like last year we kind of tell them go go right we they've gotten picked off a lot but it's because they're making their own decisions and learning through that process so that's been a lot of fun to see that transition from the robotic stage to more of the fluid and once you start playing like very fluid you start having a lot more confidence and you start making really good plays um defensively you've been terrific um, from a pitching standpoint, I think we're averaging a year, air uh, and a half, on our for a 10-year-old baseball, which is terrific. Yeah. Um, I think I've pitched all 11 kids. My bottom kids thrown 10 innings. My top kids thrown 24 innings. Um, so I put, we're throwing 62% strikes as a team. Um, so that piece of it's been great. We're still struggling a little bit on the hitting side, and I just part of I think of it like so. This year we've lost 14 games at 8U, We didn't lose. At 9U, we lost 9 games. This year, I continued to challenge the kids. My whole goal this year was, like, no layups. We want to go play the best. So of our 14 losses, I think four are to Burrow, uh, three are to the Pit Dogs, Ohio. Got beat by the Vipers out of Kentucky. Um, got beat by the Flash over in Indiana. So all our losses are to top four teams in their respective states. So I keep telling the kids, number one, our why is different than a lot of people. We're all up Arlington kids, right? So we're competing. Yeah. I mean, six of them go to the same elementary school. So we're competing together as a group for a bigger why of winning at the high school level. Uh, but don't get discouraged. We are going out competing. I told you guys this. This is a game of baseball. You're going to fail a lot. You need to learn how to handle failure. But we're going to go out and compete against the best teams we possibly can to challenge you guys. So by the time you get to the high school level, you'll be able to compete. I mean, think about it. some of these kids we're facing are throwing low sixties from 46 feet that's like almost upper 70s so basically yep. at 10 years old they're seeing sophomore junior pitching and they're gonna yeah. see that all the way through so yeah. it's, it's it's awesome for the kids
1: it's incredible you know like i i just again we're both 10 U coaches and, and everything it's just it's it's incredible i was joking this past weekend when we were playing I, with the umpire and everything i'm like blue i as a 10 year old, I'm not even standing in the box and some of these <laughs> kids that are throwing, like, I'm, like I might not stand in the box now as a 36 year old against some of these kids throwing, they'll make me look stupid. I, you know, like I just, it's incredible. The, the level of athlete that some of these, these 10 year olds are, are doing in, in 11 and nine. And, you know, you, you watch some of these other games. It's, it's like, it's, inc- it's just, it's unbelievable how good they are. But uh, Nate, what is, what is something that, that you've seen at this level that you're playing at that you weren't expecting to see? You know, you, you go into a, an off-season training and stuff, and you're like, no, we're going to focus on this. We're going to focus on this. What's something that you're like, eh, maybe we should have focused a little bit more on that because I didn't think that was coming.
2: Right. Well, last year at 9U, we didn't play quite the schedule we're playing right now. Um, but last year, we didn't see any off-speed. I mean, it's fastball. and take your fastball there's been games I've had to tell the kids, if you let a fastball go by, you may not see another one. Yep. And that that to me, like we did not train at all this off season on hitting off speed. Um, right, wrong or indifferent, don't know, but we did just get an eye pitch machine in. So we will be setting that up. So we'll have that ready to go for 11U next year. So just the amount of off speed, I mean, even from one hole all the way down to 11 hole, it's incredible how much off speed and not only how much off speed, but much off speed for strikes
0: yeah how good they are right it, it's yeah.
2: crazy yeah and I, I have no issue throwing a breaking ball I just don't overuse it right of course you're gonna get a 10 year old out they don't see it a lot right just don't overuse it I mean think about the kids longevity not your personal satisfaction of winning a, a championship or a trophy or whatever it might be so that would be my only thing I have no problem with off speed it's just don't overuse it but one thing I have loved that I need to do better with my kids is is just the mound presence and mound demeanor. I've seen on a lot of these kids on holding on, slide steps, being quick to home, pitch outs. I mean, man, <laughs> I did not think at 10 We really needed a whole lot. My whole focus is just throw strikes, man. Let them put the ball in play and we'll make the play for you. So that's one thing that I've learned a lot that we're gonna go into next year. We're gonna start working on being a little bit quicker to home, having a little bit better mound presence. And I don't know if that's because I don't have just six kids that pitch, it's because I pitch all 11 of them, and they get up there for three or four innings a weekend, that's it, or what? Or just I haven't coached it the right way. So that's definitely something we're gonna work on. The other, the kind of the last piece, or to be long winded here is, I just was not a believer in bunting the baseball at nine and 10 years old. I like absolutely hated it. I was like, man, you gotta go up there and learn how to hit the baseball. But we've had some kids struggle this year that we've talked about, and we have a really fast team, an athletic team, So I was like, well, maybe if I would've taught them how to butt, they lay one down, they've gone over 10, lay one down, get on base, is it like shooting a basket? You missed your first eight or nine shots, you see one go in? I don't know. So that's one thing we're going to work on as well going into the off season at 11U is bunting, being a little bit quicker to home, mound presence, and we might start working on a little bit more. Off-speed. We've done a really good job. We we do we spend ten minutes every practice on working on change-up grips. Our team's done a really good job on the change-up. We've it's kind of been a lot of fun calling pitches because there's some of our top hitters in Ohio. I'm starting them off fast with fast or first pitch change-up. Kids are popping it up or rolling it over to second, and the kids now from the start of the season to where we're at now is like, yeah, I don't need to strike kids out, right? Right. Let's just make them put the bat on the ball with a bat swing, and we're going to get them out. So kids are starting to buy in, starting to see it, um, starting to have confidence in that pitch. Um, we've hit 22 kids this year, 14 of them is because I called a fastball in. It's okay. It's okay. Right. You're learning, Right. You're learning. You know how many kids, we've struck out because we just want to change up away and fastball in and froze them. Assuming the umpire didn't get froze too. So there's, yeah. so we're, we're learning, we're, we're learning and we're playing great competition. So long story short, we've lost 14 games, but the kids are having a blast. We got about 10 games left. We'll finish around 50 games this year, um, and then we'll. I got a lot of ideas going into the off-season.
0: Yeah, well, I think you're uh, you're better than half the coaches out there because you admit things, and a lot of coaches get stuck in their own ways, and they're like, "I don't want to change. I, you know, I'm not changing. This is the way." Um, so I love the fact that you just presented a couple different things that you want to work on. They, like you said, you may have made a mistake, maybe you didn't. I don't know, but you you got to you know talk about it and figure it out. So I respect that a lot. And uh, you know, you talk about having all the kids from the same town, and you know, you talked about that with me previously on a uh, episode two or three whatever that was and uh, i've spent some time over in ohio the past month i think i saw two tournaments over there and every team every time i see one of your ages play someone always tells me hey did you know these guys are all from the same town like so you're not lying there because that's known, and I think that's really cool, and uh, people recognize that. And it's, it's it's crazy because all your age teams, they're all from the same town. They're all going to go to the same high school, and people know that. So it's not something like um, you're trying to hide stuff or, or you're, you know, whatever it is. People know that, and people are talking about it. So to me, that's really cool, respectable, and um, I have no problem one way or another. But to me, it's just kind of, you know, different. It's different in this day and age. So uh, hats off to you guys for doing that.
2: Thank you, it's special. If you look top to bottom, our 11U is really solid. We've had a pretty good run. Our 9U is actually a pretty good baseball team. Our 8U is gonna be a good baseball team. It's got, we, we're up to about 160 kids that are trying out next week for seven through 12. Um, so yeah, it, it's going well. Our next step is kind of the what's after, 13 to 15. Can we keep kids together? Or you kind of let your top three or four kids go play, better competition. Um, and that's kind of the big divide too, is more kids might go, Wanting to do still play baseball but also do a basketball so those are some question marks that we'll have to answer but I mean at 7 through 12 I was like why go anywhere else we have a 12,000 square foot facility I've invested a ton of money and resources and fundraising to put the best tools in there we hire the best coaches that have baseball experience I do coaching seminars we bring in Ohio State coaches to help train and teach these kids so why at 7 through 12 I mean that's that's your little league years if you can We can do it. Let's do it. Let's stay here and all play together, right? And then at 13, we can start making different decisions um, on what makes the most sense of what route you want to take from a sports standpoint and whatnot. But, yeah, we're fortunate to have what we have. we got a good thing going, and um, I'm hopeful we can just keep keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, keep it rolling, and, and for those of you that don't, uh, aren't the OG uh, podcasters with us here, Nate pitched at Ohio State back in the day. Um, do, your, do your kids think you're cool for that, or are they like, hey, old man, it uh, doesn't matter to me, because to me, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's a Division One pitcher, that's someone I would listen to, but you know how kids are these days, so are they listening to you at least, or, or sometimes, or?
2: You know, I need to break out, so one of my Father's Day presents was my old VHS tapes, getting converted over to blu-ray and I don't even know if we can I don't even know if we have a blu-ray machine (laughs) 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 anyway long story short I talk about it I've taken them to Buckeye guess. so I have a son that's 10 then I have an eight-year-old daughter five-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son so my 10-year-old son is really over the last year and a half two years is really starting to love the game of baseball and watching college baseball with me so he started to ask me more and more questions, but the big one is yeah, we need to break those tapes out so I can watch you pitch. And I was like, well, I was not throwing 94 that that guy's throwing, so.
1: <laughs> <But the laughs> Let is, me set the expectations but, for you. Yes, yes. I, I'm not Scherzer. Right, or, <laughs> or yeah, the, the, the kid, the kid
0: kids from kids Tennessee throwing 103, that's not you, right? <laughs>
2: they, didn't have the, they didn't have the radars on the scoreboard, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: right. Well, in that so, case, you could you could say you were throwing 100 then, in that true. case.
1: Well, that's true. I was actually throwing hey, Wait, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Ohio State, OH. O-H. I-O. How, what do you think about their new coach? Just quick, just a quick synopsis oh, of it.
2: I can't get into two. I, I don't know the guy, so mm. I can't speak. I can't speak for him. But there was a certain gentleman that was first on the list that really wanted the job and didn't get it because of the OSU didn't give him extra money to bring assistants on. Oh, a well, well, well known coach. So it would have been uh, in baseball terms, it would have been a grand slam.
1: Oof. Oh, but, yeah.
2: Not to say the guy from TCU, I mean, he's been there, done it as an assistant coach. He's put teams in the world series. Like, so, Hey, if he can bring that Southern recruiting and atmosphere, yeah. like, Hey, I'm all for it. All, all I know is, Ohio State's facility, its brand name, its recognition,
1: has to be better. Yeah, be better. agreed. So. Agreed, agreed. Yep, yep. No, I'm with you there. A lot uh, of pressure I'm on this man. No, there's a lot of pressure on this coach.
2: Well, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if OSU. I don't know how much they care.
1: Okay, at the end of the day, Ohio State's a football school. Yeah. So
2: then, I mean, even basketball for. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's it's football, and I get—I mean,
1: what do I say? Football,
2: doing. That's it.
0: <laughs> <It's> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'd love for the Big Ten to be better at baseball, and I think they're competitive, and it's 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 fun. Uh, I'm an Illini fan, diehard Illini fan, and they what? I don't know. Probably six years ago, they made it to Super Regional, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and they had a decent year this year, but you always got one team in there, Michigan. Michigan.
1: Yeah, yeah so Michigan's got a good. Baseball okay. team, you know, yeah. So you remember Mark Smith when we had Mark Smith on the show. One of his, uh, one of his former kids that he trained is the center fielder for Ohio State now. The little, little guy, the freshman. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a, yeah there's, he, a thing
2: I'll say, there's a lot of young kids playing. Yeah. There are a lot of young kids playing. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The well, right. COVID,
0: the COVID passed a little bit. Now you're getting <laughs> well, the freshmen yeah. playing and everything yeah. like
2: that. That was yeah, part of it for as well. sure. So everyone's, yeah. everyone's trying to figure it out. But I know Michigan's coach just went to Clemson. So went how to how do we Clemson.
1: Top yeah. guys. And and Fetter is staying with the Tigers. He just withdrew his Saw name. That. So yeah, that's a good job.
2: Michigan's been solid.
1: A solid Michigan's player. a yeah, real good job. Their facility's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, they recruit Chicago really well. Um they got a connection to the White Sox Ace program here, oh, and I think they've sent like just, four kids. Yeah.
1: I said something good about Michigan. I just got the heebie jeebies. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <Lord. laughs> yeah. Hey, we got a lot of
0: Michigan fans that listen here, so let's be careful. That's that's uh,
1: okay. That's all right. They know yeah. by now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's hop into uh, some state tournament talk. So we got U Triple S A Ohio State Championship at Berliner uh, this coming week, and I will be over there. Uh, Berliner, have you been over there before, Nate? I assume you have, right? No,
1: like about every week
0: is it yeah okay how's how, how's the complex is it nice over there
2: they're great yeah they do yeah. they do a terrific job of getting people in and out facilities are terrific they do a great job of just keeping it looking clean and umpiring's been terrific this year so yeah i it, it's going to be a great tournament <laughs>
1: Apparently well, we that. just need to go. Apparently we just need to go to Berliner to, to well, look at that. To Did I hear that. a coach
0: compliment umpiring? So Man. it is possible, guys. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it out there. Um, I know it's been a rough year for umpires. I know the calls aren't great. I, I get it. I get it. But um, you heard it here. That's a compliment. Shout,
1: shout out to Mark Paul. I wore my um, whatever you say blue t-shirt. At the at the tournament this weekend, and the umpires freaking loved it. My coach was like, "Oh my god, please don't wear that, like, so that pe- that the umps can see it. They're gonna give us all the bad calls." And sure, sure enough, they loved it. They were, like, "Where do I get one of those shirts? I want to start wearing that around." So...
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It could have hurt you, but it ended up it ended up being okay. Yeah, it was all right.
1: <laughs> it was all right.
0: Uh... <laughs> So we got uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games kicking off Friday morning. Uh, Yeah, Friday morning, and let's start. Let's let's give a quick shout out to some of the younger guys here. Eight U. We got Gem City Throwbacks. We got uh, Hilliard Colts, Colts, uh, Eagles of Holy Hills, Holly Hills. I'm sorry, Um, Jackson Bears, Mavericks, and Ohio Glaciers. Um, And then nine U. Let's kick it over there. Just give them a quick shout out. Here we got Ohio Elite North, Gem City Throwbacks, Team Ohio, Panthers Baseball, Canes, Miami Valley Prospects, Ohio Heat, Ohio Hitman. Um, I don't know how to say this one. Zanya, is that how you say it? X E N I A. go, Zanya. All right. Zanya Scouts, uh, Cobras, Muskegon. County Muck Dogs and uh, Twinsburg Tigers. Those are some interesting names there.
2: I got a couple. Yeah. I, I got Ohio Elite North versus Jim City. Um, uh, Tom Davis, Burroughs, baseball club. Um, his son plays for Jim City, nine U team. He actually played up against us in one of their ten U games. Good little player. He's not as big as his older son, but good little player. But yeah, Ohio Elite North versus Jim uh, City, and I think Ohio Elite North probably pulls it off.
0: Nice. Yeah. That, that should be. Yeah, I'm looking Go. at. They're uh, pretty strong. Looks like those are the two strongest here. That's gonna be a fun little division. And and, you know, as we're building up our nine new database, I'm looking forward to catching these guys out and seeing what uh, the future is for them. Because I think, you know, they're at that age that you guys were at last year and you're starting to figure it out, starting to become big time baseball and uh, a big tournament like this, decent amount of teams, you're gonna see who's real and who isn't. Um, So I think it's great for the kids.
1: So Um, as we go through this, everybody, we're gonna just be focusing on the open division. Um, so shout out to all the double A and triple A teams. If we were to go through the double A and triple A teams, you guys would, shut the show off because there's (laughs) 211 teams in this thing. Um, So we're just going to go through the open divisions, but special shout out to any of those teams that are playing in the double A and the triple A divisions go get them this weekend, have fun. Um, And then, you know, you triple A teams, you know, let's, let's go to the open division next year and and play up a little bit and start, start, uh, start challenging your kids a little bit more. um, So we can get you guys some shout outs that way.
0: Yeah, and we'll be checking out a little bit. I'll be there this weekend. Uh, So I'll be checking out some uh, AAA, maybe some AA games too. Um, If you're out there, feel free to uh, hit. But uh over to 10U, Ten So Tenu open here. Uh got a good little group here. This is uh it's gonna be a tough one. It's not easy, that's for sure. You got the Hit Dogs Ohio, you got Team Ohio, Borough Baseball Club, Olin Tangy Sticks, Central Ohio Prospects, and Outlaws. Uh, so this should be a fun little fun little yeah. weekend for this, this group here.
1: This yeah, is this just, is pretty good pretty good yeah, division. Well. <laughs> this is a pretty good division, yeah. They- if you don't want to give your prediction on this to to do any bad juju or anything, oh, no. we understand I already, but uh, I
2: already told the guys <laughs> that I was doing it, so they need, need <laughs> to <start. laughs>
1: You're just paying a target on your uh, team's back there. Yeah, um, so yo, this so can I ask Nanny you guys are gonna be at Cap Classic, correct? That's why you guys yeah, are not I in this really tournament okay okay i just wanted to make sure i didn't want people to be like oh oh, why isn't upper arlington in here well it's because they're going you're going to go get uh go get beaver valley that's what your your goal is so we
2: played in the nation state last weekend unfortunately didn't play out the way we wanted it to but um yeah and then i just wanted a new experience for the kids something different. for sure
1: absolutely yeah this this division's crazy nate we'll we'll lead off because you're the expert of these teams, and and the, yeah. specifically this age group, and we'll kind of follow what uh, what you say there, and whatever you say, I'm probably just going to repeat. So, <laughs> well, real
2: quick, I just we'll start with the prospects. Just a scrappy team. They have a really good player in cash catches pitches three hole hitter. Um, they're just they're just fighters. They scat you know they fight scratch claw. Um, just they're scrappy. I know they went they played Beaver Valley twice. One game was fairly competitive with them. So. Um, Outlaws I don't know a whole lot about so unfortunately I feel bad for that but um, getting into the sticks black Chris McCurdy does an awesome job it's tangy high school team um, they have an ace in Liam who's a stud um, yeah, Chris's uh, son Jack good little pitcher as well um, this past weekend man I think they scored about 70 runs they were hitting the wow. cover off the baseball so we'll see how that transitions over this upcoming weekend um, Burrow I, I I can't say anything bad about Springboro because they're 4-0 against us. Um, they have uh, Bundy and uh, Dreyer, two top level pitchers, both mid-50s with a nice little off-speed pitch. Their catcher, White Kid, is just he's just a baseball player, man. Like you would just love this. Like he's just down and dirty, constantly talking. He's just a leader on the baseball field. He's their catcher. Really hard to steal third on. Um, Team Ohio, we've only played once this year. Um, and They hit our ace pretty well, um, pretty solid hitting team. I don't know if they necessarily have the top end pitching that some of the other teams do have. Um, and then you go to the hit dogs. We're three and three against the hit dogs, but my opinion have the top two pitchers in the thing um, with Vinny and Cooper um, pitching or hitting. Vinny's
1: playing players. remarkable right now, both yeah. offensively and defensively. Vinny
2: is a difference maker. He's, yeah, like at this ease, he's a difference maker. So yeah. and then Coop and Cooper's probably the best. He's fifty-six, but he just—he knows how to pitch, and he's only nine. By the oh, way. That's is only crazy. nine. He's, he's a bigger kid, but the kid just knows how to pitch. And obviously, they're coached well with Dennis. They do an unbelievable job of just catching the baseball and making the routine plays. So, so that's kind of a little quick breakdown of the teams. Um, I don't know how you want to go from here or where you.
1: What are your predictions? What what game? What game are you most excited for? What would be your final four? And what would yeah. be final four? Do you want to do final four or final two, Jim? for Oh, uh, Let's go
0: final two since this age okay. has got uh, only, what, six teams? Yeah, let's see. Four, six. Yeah, yeah let's go.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then and then choose your champion if you had to choose between the two.
2: So, I mean, I, I think this, in my opinion, it's a three-team race. So, ultimately, I think it comes down to who the sticks play. Do they play Springboro or do they play hit dogs? Because I think the sticks have a real good chance of being beating either one of them if Liam's pitching Liam throws 57 to 59, little off-speed pitch. And like I said, they're hitting the ball now. I mean, the kids I had thrown against them were mid-50s as well, and they were, they were hitting the ball pretty well. Um, so it depends who the sticks play. I don't think the sticks have another ace, per se, like the hit dogs and Springboro do. But you get in the semifinals with the sticks and they're playing Springboro hit dogs, it's going to be a game. Ultimately, I, I just, I I'm, as a pitcher, as a defensive minded guy, I just think the Hit Dogs have the two best pitchers in the tournament. If you can go Benny one game semifinals and Coop the finals, that, that would be an unbelievable one-two punch and ultimately I kind of see it playing out that way so and it, it could work out differently where Team Ohio is playing sticks and Springboro and Hit Dogs have to go at each other too, I don't know but I just think they have the best one-two punch. Um, and I'm saying this because in Burrows beat me four times. I think they just have a yeah. number, but they're they're really good too. So they could go that way as well. But if you had to, I mean, you had to make me pick, I'd go hit dogs.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I think that that's probably a good pick. I'm actually really looking forward to this um, Team Ohio versus Sticks game. Um, I'm kind of curious on if Team Ohio is going to be able to keep up with the sticks offense. I think that's going to be a high scoring game because both teams are hitting really well right now. I think that that's going to be like a, you know, 11 to 10, 14 to 12 type baseball game. Um, you know, so I I'm actually looking forward to that. I agree though. I think it's going to end up being between if I had to choose the top two teams out of this, division it would be hit dogs and it would be burrow and quite frankly they got lucky that they don't have to play each other in pool play so they don't really have to burn anything against each other in pool play just to make bracket play so i think it's going to end up being um burrow versus hit dogs and i mean you know hit dogs had a little bit of a rough showing this past weekend um down in kentucky um, and I think that they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and now they're coming home. And I, unfortunately for the Ohio teams in this division, I think that they're going to take it out on them um, and and take all their frustrations out on the Ohio team. And I really don't think that it's going to be close. I think Dennis is going to get that team ready to play. And I think they're upset, and I think they're going to play like it this weekend.
2: Burrow did play well down Elizabethtown. They, they did. Well. Yeah, yep. they did. I'm yep. telling you, don't sleep on them. Bundy and Greer can throw too, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that's my thinking too. I, I, I was going to go hit Dogs Ohio. I think they didn't play their best ball over in Elizabeth town. And I agree with you. They're going to come back. Um, you know, they uh, but they've had a, a perfect, almost perfect season so far. So it's like it was bound to happen. Maybe they got that out of the way. And now they start rolling. Like you said, um, I'm going to go only because you guys are both on the hit dogs. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go burrow over hit dogs in the championship. Um, I think not it's gonna a bad be,
1: pick. No, I mean, it's, it's not, not right. a bad
0: pick. Right. And it, and I'll tell you what, the game I'm looking forward to the most is 8 a.m. Friday um, because you got the Central Ohio Prospects first. Hit Dogs Ohio. First game of the tournament, Hit Dogs Ohio coming off a, a not their best showing. Uh, you got this Prospects team that's playing up, and uh, Nate, you talked about them having a pretty good pitcher. So it's a big game for them. You know, I don't know how much they play each other, probably not a ton, and uh, they're rising to the challenge here. So I'm, I'm excited that you're going to see what you're going to get out of both these teams right away.
1: I like that because that's a that is a trendsetter for the weekend. If yeah, the dogs Ohio come out there and smash them and beat them ten nothing or mercy them in any form, at that point you have to imagine every other team in this bracket's like, oh crap, they're back. You know, but yeah. if they have a close game with them, every other team in this bracket's be like, I'm gonna throw my ace at them because they're they're down in the dumps and we're gonna right. get them early.
0: Right. And and you know odds are that I think we can all agree this hit dogs team is going to come back ready to go. And yeah. you know, like Andrew said, they could just very easily roll through this. Um, and you know, I don't know, I don't know if easily is the right word because it's so tough. But you know, if that team gets hot, they get hot. And we've seen that. Yeah. We saw it at Super Select. We saw it. Um, I think a week or two after that, they're over in Dayton, if I'm not mistaken. They rolled through that. Uh, they're 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 tough. They're tough. Yeah. And they're playing great ball. And you know, unfortunately, last week they didn't have their best showing, but. It's all about how you respond, especially at this young age.
2: Well, they won our tournament, too, and we had um, the Hit Dogs, Us, Sticks Black, Springboro, Muskegon County Muck Dogs, and Ohio League. Those were our six teams. Wow. Yeah, wow. Of, five of the top six teams in the state. And they, yeah, so um, what
0: I'm saying. Like they've played almost perfect ball up until last week, and it, it, that's going to happen to any ten-year-old baseball team where you have a little, you know, hiccup. And especially at a top tournament like in Elizabethtown. So I think I think they're going to come ready to play. And uh, I'll be looking forward to the eight o'clock game and see how they both come out.
1: Great.
0: Uh, let's all kick right it over to, to Eleven U.
1: Yeah, let's go to Eleven U. I, I mean, this Eleven U team or this Eleven U bracket's insane. Um, you know. Midland, 11U, uh, Bitler, Ohio Nationals, Upper Arlington, 11U Gold, Ohio Elite West, Five Star Midwest, Ohio Crush, Ohio Elite Embry, Storm uh, Club Callaway, Jim. What do you got, man? Like this, this freaking bracket is. I mean, there's there is literally no easy game. I mean, you could say potentially the Ohio elite Embry team is the lowest team there, but even they're not a bad team. So, Right. I,
0: no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's a, it's a dogfight. I know that Ohio crush team is pretty solid, a little bit underrated too, and they're towards the bottom, if you want to say towards the bottom. Um, a game I'm looking forward to the most is probably, there's a couple good ones, but I, I like that Saturday noon game between Midland and uh, Upper Arlington. I think those, Two teams are kind of similar um, from what I've seen. they got a couple big kids on each of them, a couple kids that can bomb the ball, and they both have two or three pitches that are pretty solid. So it does, you don't know what you're going to get, uh, if it's going to be a throw-off game, if they're going to bring your aces, because that's uh, bracket play starts the next day. So you don't know what's going to happen there. So And uh, I really think those teams are very similar. I don't know. They play the same type of way. They're well-coached, um, good people. And so I'm excited for that one. I think that one's going to be a dogfight. Um championship i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna go with mm, 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 i'm gonna go with the ohio nationals in upper arlington i think that's the match up there um i don't think anyone else has enough pitching i know ohio elite west has got a a pretty good ace but uh not a, a ton of pitching after that they hit a little bit but um and midland's got one or two guys also but um and i, and I don't know midland is due for a big win i think that's coming sooner or later um, but I'm going to go Ohio Nationals, Upper Arlington, and uh, I'm going to give Upper Arlington the win here uh and a big big, weekend for them.
1: Nate, what do you got, man?
2: Yeah, well, so it's interesting, Jim. I, I think Ohio Crush a little bit of a sleeper here. I think yeah, agreed, uh, agreed. they're not a well Known brands here in Ohio. Um, They played good. I think they're thirty-five and eight this year. I don't know if they've played the top-level talent that some of the other teams have had, have played. But they do have a couple kids that can throw the baseball, and they have some kids that can hit the baseball. Um, If you name yourself Crush, you better
1: hit the baseball, right? Right. Hitters, hitters, baseball club. (laughs)
0: That's Andrew's favorite baseball team in the Midwest.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or Mash Factory. Um, Yo, well, yeah, like, oh so, that's
1: good, too.
2: Yeah, so anyway, so I think they're a sleeper, but I, I'm, I'm with you, Jim. I, I, Nationals, gold, UA Gold, um, I can't bet against my boys, so we're going go to go the Bears. We're going to go to the Golden Bears, UA Gold here um, at the 11U, so I'm agreeing with you.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I honestly, probably the game that I'm looking forward to the most is a noon game as well on Saturday and it's the Ohio nationals versus Ohio elite West, because I, I do believe that the winner of that game is going to make it to the championship, um, out of those two teams. Um, I, I, uh, this is such a hard division. And I've been kind of pondering this now for you know, a week <laughs> and what it's going to be, because all these teams are so similar. They have similar records. They have similar, sim, not the same, but similar pitching staffs. They're all good defensively. They they can all hit. They can all get hot and cold at the same time. There's it's such a similar group of, of teams. So I, I'm gonna switch it up, um just a little bit here. I I do like. The, Ohio Nationals and Upper Arlington, I do think that those are the top two teams in this tournament, um, which I do, I think that Midland is probably the sleeper um, myself, but I do like Ohio Nationals and, and Upper Arlington, and I'm sorry, Nate, I actually think that Ohio Nationals are going to take it, but um, but not because that's how I truly feel. It's just because that's what Jim picked, and I'm trying to go opposite of Jim. So the next time I need to just go first so that I can say it, and then people yeah. will be like, oh, big years, Jim's following Andrew again. Right,
0: and I went opposite of what I thought Nate was going to pick. So one of, two of us are going to be right, one of us is going to be wrong, or one is right, two is wrong. But I'll tell you what, in past episodes, Andrew, when we've all been on the same page, we've been correct. Oh, like if you, you look at my tournament with three and two oh, hits, yep. it's it's but instead we just refuse to go with one another here and I then know. we end up uh, burning each other. But I when know. we are on the same page, it usually works out. So we it do work well for rides. that team. Real yeah, well for right? that
1: team.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think, you know, if we're calling your name to win a tournament, you guys. Are getting the midwest baseball ranks uh you know a little massage from us because uh every team we've picked is usually done pretty well um so it's uh it's it's been going it's well it's like man. the corso
1: headgear.
0: yes correct Boom. right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh oh man now you got some ideas
1: uh, dude, oh. man, I am, oh. dude when we start going live with like video we're gonna have hats out on the desk and stuff yeah, we're just gonna like start that. throwing hats on
0: I like so if that. you're
1: a team out there, start sending us free hats
0: yeah. or gold <laughs> chains, whatever it is. Get those chains in. Uh, we'll rock some chains. <laughs> but, no, I, I think you guys all nailed it, and, and myself too. I think a lot of these teams are pretty similar, oh, um, yeah. and I think they've seen Yourself each other a lot. Nailed
1: it. yeah you nailed it jim (laughs) i had to throw
0: myself in there too i started it off (laughs) but uh i think it's gonna be a good division it's uh
2: anyway i mean all these teams have played each other so much so it's actually becoming real baseball because they probably should start to know their tendencies and stuff so yeah that's right
0: and that i like how you know at this point and at this age the kids should start to know too so look the coaches are going to know and you got game changer and all that stuff but as a kid, you should start to realize, like, um, you know, we've played these guys four times this year. I know where this kid goes. I know what he does. So that's that's cool to me. Like you said, that's real baseball.
1: Yeah,
0: great. Uh, over to 12U. So 12U, uh, we got, let's see, uh, Gem City Throwbacks, Ohio Slam Force, Cincy Flames, Buckeye Baseball Club, Anderson Aces, PYO Patriots, Outlaws Baseball Club, MASH Factory uh jackson bears ohio swarm springfield giants mansfield Mudhens. Andrew, uh andrew not you kick it off uh real quick i do want to make a comment there's some triple a teams what, what do we got yeah. four four stepping up five of them stepping up to the plate here pretty cool to me i like that i respect it
1: i love it i love that um boy you know like this this division again is i mean it's it's a pretty good division but where it trips you up is is those A teams jumping up, and you just don't know too much about them um, right. at this point. You know, I, I personally, I love the MASH Factory name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, probably the game that I'm looking forward to the most um, is Friday at 6 o'clock at night, um, the PYO Patriots versus Buckeye Baseball Club. Um, I think that that's going to be a really good game. Um, I would probably go, um, I think it's going to come down to the PYO Patriots and the Cincy Flames. Um, And I think the Cincy Flames are going to take it. Um, I think that they might have, just a little bit easier of a route in um, pool play to be able to save some pitching uh, to get into bracket um, there. So I think that they're going to be a little bit more fresh.
0: I like it. I like it. Switching up a little bit. Uh, Nate, what do you got?
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to go with a quick little sleeper. My, uh, my old roommate at Ohio State, Mike Raven, coaches Buckeye Baseball Club. Um, 2010, they just had a really good weekend down in um, Myrtle Beach. Um, I think they brought it home. Um, I, I'm not sure what the talent was that they played against, but I, talking to Mike, sounds like they're playing a lot better baseball right now. Um, so, potential sleeper there. But I, I got the finals, uh, PYO Patriots versus Jim City, and ultimately I think Jim City um, walks home with the ring.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same page with you there. Um, I've seen this Gem City team play quite a few times. They're tough, um, and I know they're coming off a of- uh, they had a decent showing over at Elizabethtown, but they lost a tough one uh, to go home. It, they lost to uh, top tier Michigan 10 nothing at some point and they came back and walked them off eleven ten. so we talked about earlier in the show that you know you're at twelve years old now that 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 angers you. you you're going to come back that next game, and you're going to be ready to go. So I think they're going to be fired up. Um, and I got them beating Buckeye Baseball Club. I, I saw them play a couple weeks ago. They got a solid little team. Uh, I agreed with you. They're, they're a little underrated. So I got them uh, losing to Gem City in the finals. And a uh, game I'm looking forward to the most is... Um, this Ohio slam force, so I don't know a ton about, but they get gem city at uh, Friday at two o'clock. So uh, excited to see them play. They're registered as a major team, you know, decent amount of points in U triple S a don't know a ton about them, but um, the fact that you're registering your team as a major team at a major tournament, uh, you know, that shows what you think of your team. So I'm excited to see how they come play against, you know, probably the favorite of the tournament. So that should be a good one right off the bat.
1: Yeah. So. Let's jump over to 13U. Uh, 13U, uh, you know, sh- special shout-out to the Ohio Beaver Valley uh, West team, the AAA team in there, facing uh, literally a full field of majors teams. Um, you have the Cincy Flames, uh, Cincy Spikes, Beaver Valley West, um, the Rebels, MASH Factory. Centerville Elk, CBC Marucci, Marucci Midwest, Ohio Elite Scott, Ohio Hitman Moore, Ohio Glaciers Gabriel, uh, Nate. We'll start it off with you on this one.
2: Yeah, so um, I got a little bit of inside <clears throat> scoop here. So the Ohio Elite Scott, so Ohio Elite Thacker. He's that's the top Ohio Elite team. They're not in it actually. Brian actually played at um, Bowling Green and one of my best friends was my, from high school, was my catcher in high school. Caught at Bowling Green and they're good buddies, so I not to go. got to know Thacker pretty well and has done a really good job over at Ohio Elite and trying to build this whatnot. So they're not playing it, so Ohio elite Scott's technically kind of their B team. Brian Menino, who owns Menino's Grand Slam here, he was an assistant coach, All-American at Ohio State. So, and my son goes and hits with him every week, whatnot. So he gave me a little inside track um, in regards because they've played a lot of these teams. Basically, it's, the spikes, and it won't be close, is basically wow. what he said. It's He said the spikes are yeah. just another level um, baseball yeah. team. He said potential Sleevers, that Canton team, the Beaver Valley team, that's actually a Triple A team, they, they're just fundamentally sound. Um, but he said the spikes are really, really, really good. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even have a second team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. that's, well, that's what I'm going I, with. <laughs> that was the research I did as well. I. I've looked at that spikes team and I like they're they're pretty incredible. Um, I mean, go ahead, Jim, and say yours, and I'll I'll come in last here. But go ahead.
0: Yeah, I had that spikes uh, winning it also. I, I you know I've seen them play; they're solid. Uh, they play a good schedule. Um, I'm gonna pick them over i'm gonna go a little upset here uh there's a couple teams i actually like here to make a little run i like that cincy flames team um and i like that cbc Marucci midwest team and i like that ohio Elite scott team I, like you said they're a solid little team um so i'm gonna go uh spikes over i'm gonna go cbc Marucci midwest i think i think uh i think that team will come to play and uh you know give it a go and um I'm going to go with my game. So you got Friday, 10 a.m. You got Cincy Spikes, Ohio Elite Scott, uh, right away, getting it started on Friday. So I think that'll be a good one. Um, you know, good good little Friday matchup and see what both teams are made of.
1: Yeah, you know, I, my game that I'm looking forward to is 8 a.m. on Friday, that Beaver Valley West and Ohio Glaciers team, just because I want to see what Beaver Valley West has um more than anything i that's what i'd want to see it, you know it's kicking off really early in the morning they're the only triple a team in this division so why not see what they got and see if they can make a run at this thing because um, i do have them as my sleeper as well i think teams are not going to necessarily respect them maybe because of their triple a um designation uh there but i mean their in class record is one and zero, so they have played open teams and they won it. So, um, you know, I do like that. I'm going to obviously go Spikes as well. Um, that team is, is, is really, really good. Um, and I'm going to go in upside, too, and it's solely because of the name, and I'm going to go MASH Factory. <laughs> um, so it's going to be the Spikes versus MASH Factory, and unfortunately um, for MASH Factory, they're going to get MASHed um in that game and so the spikes congratulations you are about to win the ohio state championship because all three co- all three hosts have picked you guys so good job
0: yeah it's worked in the past so <laughs> if, if they bring it home sorry don't thank the kids don't thank the parents don't thank the so coaches thank midwest baseball ranks podcast we 100%. help get you there we help get you there
1: and and guys, just to let you know. I mean, we will take hats and shirts and stuff. It's fine. You can send it to us.
0: Right. No money. No money. <laughs> no
1: money. No yeah, money. No. That that that's we. Then we gotta tax stuff and everything. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. just send us swag. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Miller lights, we could do that.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, over to 14U. Uh, so 14U, you got uh, Batsville Bats. Uh, wow, that's a heck of a name they, there, it's Batsville. Batesville. Oh, okay, Batesville. all right, yeah. Duh. There's an E oh, there. Oh my Jesus. God,
1: there's right. that Illinois education again. Hey, here oh, we oh, go. God, it's brutal. <laughs> For those of you out there, we
0: film uh, we film at night, so it's been a long day. Uh, it's pretty hot. It's about 100 degrees and- here, so. So, I'm again, on that.
1: for those of you out there, Jim has an hour head start on us because we film at 8 o'clock Central Time, meaning it's 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So don't let him fool you that we film in about. air quotations at night.
0: I don't know what he's talking <laughs> about. Uh, <laughs> so Batesville Bats, uh, but I mean, come on, Batesville Bats would be awesome. Like that would be, an be awesome real name. here. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Ohio Hitmen, Ohio Baseball Club, Dugout Baseball Club, Ohio Elite Hackworth, and Ohio Elite Lockwood. Uh, Andrew, why don't you kick us off here?
1: Dude, I am okay. This is going to be crazy. All right, I am like sold on the Batesville Bats. They are a Double A team coming to play in an open, open tournament they are 15 and nine with their in-class record at the open level' Era double 18 Batesville bats you're a open team you're a major team switch your designation yeah. okay like I I mean I know that the Ohio hitmen are good I know that Ohio baseball club is good the Ohio elite hackworth team is obviously you know a pretty solid team and stuff but I I think that I'm picking the upset from designation of double-A and triple-A and stuff. I'm going to actually pick the Batesville Bats. And it's solely because I don't think that they should be a double-A team. I think they should be a majors team in the first place, especially with a record like what they have. So I think it's going to end up coming down to Ohio Elite. Hackworth and the base, the Bates, the little Batesville Bats, and I do think the Batesville Bats are going to win. Um, and I am actually really looking forward to that matchup at two o'clock because I think that's a preview to the championship.
0: Yeah, I like that, um, Nate. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so real
2: quick story: um, Ohio Elite Lockwood. He was a teammate of mine. He was a senior when I was a freshman at Ohio State. He's the first person I threw to during fall, and he was a preseason All-American. He um, ended up getting drafted by the Boston Red Sox. Never made it up to the show, but had a nice little career. Unbelievable guy whatnot. Left-handed hitter. So I come in, this young freshman, pump a fastball. He he just kind of takes it, right? Pump another fastball. He follows it straight back. So I'm up 0-2. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go change speeds. He hasn't seen it yet. Little breaking ball in for an 0-2 strike. Hits it off the right field foul pole. I was like, I am not in Kansas anymore, people. (laughs) 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 He he went dog
1: on you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In high school, kids would have been ducking out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, long story short um, Batesville does have a nice little record. Um, I think it comes down to Ohio Lee Hackworth and actually the Ohio Hitman. Maybe Lockwood can make a little run. Um, you never know. You never know what stum- summer schedules have been and if they have their full squad together. I know Mike teaches the game well, respects the game. If any of those kids can hit half as good as he can, they could potentially make a nice little run. He's not He wasn't a great pitcher by any means. but um, So anyway, So I'll go elite Packworth versus the Hitman, um, and maybe Lockwood can make a run.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I kind of like that uh... – what you call it here. Hold on. So that Ohio Baseball Club. Is that the Ohio City Baseball Club older team? Or do you know Probably Nate so. by chance? I yeah, so I think so. it. because I remember them having like one other team and yeah, I think it's this they only age. Had a yeah. Right, right. So I, I, I think I'm not gonna count that team out. Uh, you know, obviously with the eleven U team they run a pretty good program, good people over there. So I'm not gonna count them out. Uh, I like that Hackworth team and uh I'm gonna go Ohio Hitmen over um I'm going to go over Ohio Baseball Club. I don't know a ton about the Ohio Baseball Club, but I know they had a second team that's pretty good, and I, I think it might be this age. So I'm, I'm going to check this age out pretty pretty hard this weekend and kind of take a look here. Um, game I'm looking forward to the most is going to be Saturday at noon, Ohio Baseball Club versus Ohio Elite Hackworth. And, uh, you know, I, I just picked Ohio Baseball Club, but I think if Ohio Elite wins that, I get, they get some confidence, and um, they may switch positions there and make a little run.
1: Okay so you heard that right Batesville bats you you're hearing this correct I am solely putting my reputation in your hands so don't <laughs> let me down
0: or let them down <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh should be a great weekend. I, I think it's going to be a good tournament. I'm excited to be out there. Uh I'll be out there all weekend for those of you. that are out there, feel free to message us on Facebook, Instagram, let us know where you're at and uh I'll have some some stuff on me like I always do and uh be glad to pass it out. But looking forward to this one a lot. Um let's have a little fun here. I'll tap into our game and uh Andrew, you want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off? Yeah, it?
1: I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. I already know your answer to this. It's gonna be easy for you, Jim. For me? Okay. Yeah. So you got start one, bench one, cut one. I'm going with um, I'm going with mascots. Okay, and not mascots where they don't have like an actual mascot to go out there type thing. It's it's their mascot. I'm going with the Philly fanatic, Mr. Matt. And pause from the Detroit Tigers.
0: I didn't even know the Tigers had a mascot.
1: Come on, bro! Don't, don't.
0: I'm sorry. Don't man. start
1: I... with that crap, you <laughs> White Sox loving person. You knew you know I dang well that I, I we didn't. have paws.
0: I, what is a? Is he? Oh, well, he's obviously a. He's tiger, a freaking
1: huh? tiger, man! Come on.
0: I've, oh never... my god!
1: He's got some sweet dance moves.
0: I'm gonna Google him right now. Oh man, Google this him. is a soft looking tiger.
1: Who is Man, you better? Huh? Who, who'd you say? Philly Fanatic, yeah. Mr. Matt, and Paws. Don't come yeah. after pause like that. That's a solid. I will drive to Illinois. I you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna <laughs> have Dave Woos drive, no. his, drive his <laughs> Freaking fire truck into your front door for talking about paws that way.
0: I'm just saying, the tiger looks like the tiger from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, It's a soft-looking tiger. Oh,
1: God. Get out of here. That's (laughs) ridiculous. Uh, Says the man with the Rocker jersey in the background.
0: You like that. See, that's my attitude, John Rocker, not no paws. (laughs) Uh, This one's easy for me. Uh, I don't know if you want to go first or you want me to go first, but it's easy for me.
2: Yeah, I I can. Um, Definitely Mr. Met. I think he's very iconic. So is the Philly. What's the Philly one?
1: Philly Philly Fanatic.
2: Philly Fanatic. But I would cut him because I think he's annoying. So I will go. (laughs) Thank you,
1: (laughs) Nate. Yes.
2: (laughs) Mr. Met, the Claws guy for the Tigers, whatever his
1: name is, and then, um, yeah, then the Philly Fanatic. Oh, golly.
0: And so I, I i'm i love the philly fanatic i'm a big fan so I'm you're annoying him.
1: like he is
0: but you gotta admit he's a guy you either love or you hate you know he reminds me of like an a.j prasinski for the white sox you either love him or you hate him there's no in between uh, so i'm going with him i'm starting him i'm mr matt i'm gonna keep him on a bench i like that i like the met family there and then i'm cutting um winnie the pooh tiger you got over I there in swear. Detroit. Winnie the um, Pooh is
1: not even a tiger, bro. No, Winnie the tiger the that's in there. Bear.
0: Uh Tigger. Tigger. The, Tigger.
1: There's nothing wrong with Tigger. He bounces nah, he's, all over the place. He's boy. a soft
0: looking tiger, and Come that's on, what this guy man. looks like. But I do gotta admit, guys, my to favorite to Disney World. My favorite my favorite mascot right now is the Braves mascot. That guy is phenomenal Hands
1: down. Oh hands my down. god, he's
0: unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: hands down. Him and the he's, Lawrence Yall's mascot. Hands I drove down. through
0: I drove through Florence this past week and uh, saw the stadium too. Didn't yeah, she? I did. I saw, their stadium, right saw the stadium. Saw the. I told my kid. I was like uh, the water tower, and I'm like, that's their yeah. mascot. And he's like, what do you mean that's their mascot? I'm like, that's their mascot. That's like, their mascot. <laughs> you
1: gotta look it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It, Nate, I agree with you 1,000%. Um, Jim has no idea what he's talking about. The Philly <laughs> fanatic is the most annoying mascot out there. If I see him one more time trying to get a security guard to dance, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Fair. Fair. So <laughs> you we were on the same day, Fair. 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 So you're,
0: were you cutting Philly Fanatic there, Andrew?
1: Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm right. With, like, I am 100% in line with Nate on this one. You don't know what you're talking about, Jim.
0: I'd like to differ. Uh <laughs> So I got one here. uh I don't know. So Nate, I, are you a Reds fan or no?
2: Tribe, guardian. Oh,
0: oh,
2: oh Lord,
1: guardian. Nate, you're starting that. to lose me here now.
0: Yeah. I mean, right.
2: I've, been, I've been Cleveland my whole life, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, thank God LeBron came home.
1: Yeah. He's gonna so, come home again. <laughs> but not the <to> play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, uh, yeah. so I was gonna go favor or best um Reds players of all time. I don't know why I was thinking Cincinnati. Um, okay. so I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Indians players, okay. and this is a little tougher than I thought. I'm looking here. I want to do something a little drastic here. I think I'm going to. So I'm gonna do two outfielders, and I'm gonna do an infielder. So two outfielders. Um, I'm going to go Grady Sizemore, who was like the coolest player for like two years until he injured every bone in his body for his mm-hmm. entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to go Nick Swisher, who was an Ohio State oh, guy, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, that's
1: fair. Nick Swisher is my boy.
0: I think he's Ohio <laughs> State. He's Ohio State. A hundred percent he is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess- we need to get him on the podcast. Oh, I could- would
1: love to have Swish on the podcast. He, he would be phenomenal.
0: I just remember him playing for the White Sox, and I was in center field watching the game, and I was, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, and just everyone in the crowd chanting Swisher House at him. And I'm like, what the heck does Swisher House mean? Like-
1: <laughs> you, know, you know, so Swisher, Nick has his own baseball organization now. Yeah. Yep. And he works with Camwood a lot with Trey at Camwood. Yes. Where's yep. he at? Where's
2: he?
1: I think he's in Florida someplace. Okay, that's where I thought if he was it, in Florida. Yeah, I think he's in Florida. Yeah. But go on with your third person.
0: Yeah, Mr. no. Uh so fanatic. Swisher and say uh Grady Sizemore and then my third, I'm gonna go with another guy that was pretty popular um, in this kind of era too. Let's go uh Jason Kipness.
1: Oof. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, so three solid players. No one really blows you away, but um, you know, kind of, I don't know, same. All three yeah. of them are kind of grind type of guys. Yeah. And,
1: you want to go more first the, on this one, Nate?
2: Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go Kipnis first, um, just because he had a great career, longevity, just a solid day in, day out. Didn't miss a ton of time. Um, then I gotta put my boy Swish right there in the middle. Um, just a gamer. Anything he did, he had full confidence in himself and his abilities. Whether he was going to do it or not, he still had confidence in himself that he was
1: going to do it. <laughs> He's confident right now right. about going to sleep. He's like, I'm gonna go to sleep and I'm gonna do it real good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that guy ain't sleeping right now. Are you out of your mind? No way. That guy's I'm, gonna so have the, mind. I'm gonna have this
1: monster energy drink. Yeah, I'm there gonna you drink go. Drink the crap out of it. you gonna need it, right? That that kid
2: walked into a room and just lit it up, man. It just, <laughs> just brought the energy up 10 decibels. Whether you wanted it or not, he brought it there. <laughs> and, I love brought and I think if you, uh, some of the stories the Yankees said, like, it took a minute for these old veterans, <laughs> the beaters, and like, who is this kid? <laughs> uh-huh. bring the music uh-huh. off. Yeah, like, uh-huh. uh, And then you got to go Grady. Just be. I mean, that kid was special. He just couldn't stay healthy. I know. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah he had yeah. so
2: much talent. I mean, my favorite Indian of all time is Mr. Joey Albert Bell back in the day.
0: Oh, yeah. He played with the White Sox for a little bit.
2: Those were the fun days when the drive were actually
0: good. Spent some money back then, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Filled the seats. The Jake was sold out for like 10 straight years.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I actually agree with cutting um, Grady just because, again, he just could not say how he had had the highest upside of all three of those guys. He could have been first ballot hall of famer type material had he have just stayed healthy he just couldn't do it um and i feel bad for the guy because he lost a lot of money because he just couldn't stay healthy um and then i would actually go kipnis on the bench um there i thought that he was a really solid player um all around um and i actually i would start swisher um and for the sole reason of what you guys are saying about his energy and his confidence, and that's something that I've been trying to preach to my team a lot, is if you're just confident in yourself and you're playing for your teammates and you're playing for the brotherhood of your teammates and and you have fun playing the game, good things happen no matter what. And there is nobody, nobody, and this goes to this day, that loved playing the game of baseball more than Nick Swisher did in in his slump or in his highest of highs. And that went from the Yankees all the way to the Indians. He loved playing the game and I can guarantee you he loves coaching the kids that he's got in his organization and he loves talking to Trey Sykes about Camwood Betts. Like he just he is he is the he is the motivational speaker of the game of baseball like if the game of baseball needed somebody to come in and be like hey i need you to sell something the only call that they can make is swisher
0: yeah you know if we're being honest he's definitely got the you know and this is no shot at him but he's definitely got the least amount of talent out of, of these three guys right 100 oh, I mean, it's not even close it's not even right. close i mean, I mean this guy physically
1: yeah physically he's not there like you you just don't understand how he was able to make the plays and hit the home runs like he was able to do but it's because he had positive body language and a positive mindset and he had a yes, I can attitude and he did it.
0: Right. Right. I'm looking right now. He played what? Nine years in the pros. Uh, I mean, he just, and he never blew you away. He had a couple pretty solid. He's got a career batting average of two forty nine and played nine seasons in the big leagues. Like, I mean, that just shows his determination. So I'm with you. I'm going to start him there. um, You know, just because he's, brings that energy and then uh, I'm gonna bench Kipness and as soon as Swisher comes up to bat, I'm gonna get him out of the game. Um, and bring in Kipnis, and then, yeah, I mean, I'm going to cut Sizemore just because of, um, you know, all the injuries. But two of these guys remind me a lot of other people. Like, Grady Sizemore reminds me a lot of Byron Buxton, who these guys had the highest of highest ceilings, and Buxton's playing unbelievable baseball right now, but you're always worried in the back of your mind, is it going to happen again? And that was Sizemore. You just, he couldn't get out of it. Um, And then Swisher reminds me of um, Jeremy Giambi. Um, And, like, you watch Moneyball, and that was Nick Swisher. That's and um, yeah just those are very two similar players but uh, probably well. a
1: higher character than jerry yeah
0: thank you i'm glad know. you mentioned that i'm glad With, you mentioned
1: jim that. we're trying to get him on the yeah. show so we I, want to make sure yeah. that he understands that we your character mr swisher yeah. is way higher than jeremy, jeremy. <laughs> that's a
0: good point i'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> yeah
2: Real quick, so I was injured as my junior year, and he came in late on a spring, his spring recruiting trip, and um, I was told to take him around. And I was my wife now, girlfriend at the time, played soccer, so their season was kind of over. So we kind of did a few house parties, whatnot, and um, I drop him back off the next day, and the coach was like, "Well, what'd you think of him, whatnot?" I was like. Please do not bring him here. I was like, <laughs> one, he's, he's coming here late. Why is he a spring? Like, why is he a priority? He's coming in the spring. I mean, most kids are locked up, signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, right. Please don't bring him here. Well, show up to fall ball, and here's this kid. Hey, Smitty. How doing? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> he was trying to figure out if he was going to West Virginia to play football or Ohio State to play baseball. He was that good of an athlete. Yeah, wow. and it could tell anything. Playing video games, playing ping pong, play, anything he did, eye hand, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, his his smaller year, type of
0: guy too, right? Huh? He's smaller type of guy too, right? I mean, you're not 59? Yeah,
2: right. 5'10", yeah. just powerful. I mean, his work ethic was incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. First one there, last one to leave. Like you said, from a, I mean, he obviously had some God-given talent. You just don't get to the show because of it, but he worked his tail off to get there as well. So, But in the in the fall, I pitched against him. I think he was like 2 for 22 against me. Then we get to the Scarlet and Gray World Series. He hit a ball that had a stewardess on it. It almost knocked our scoreboard over. He hit it so freaking hard. <laughs> Hasn't landed yet? I know. It's still so orbiting the earth. But like, <laughs> and, and, and he like pimped it. And I was like, no, no, Love no, it. no. So next time up, straight to the ribs. So... We like, <laughs> So we had, um, so we had uh, I, truly the true story. I didn't straighten the ribs, and so, so we had our um, initiation party at the end of. the He
1: conference. probably laughed about. He it. it. He no, loved it. He loved it. No, Swisher. He freaking laughed about <laughs> yeah. it.
2: Oh, no, the kicker is, he went up to my girlfriend, wife now, is like, "Hey, do you know Nate hit me today?" And she looked at him and goes, "Well, did you deserve it?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, I hit the ball pretty hard." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're missing the point <laughs> <laughs> That's for That's was, his, first his first collegiate bat was a bat was a home run too and was it really yeah he's just like i said he's full of confidence but an unbelievable teammate and was, the, the discipline <clears throat> and work ethic were just incredible
1: i say this about certain people and it's true for nick i've never met nick swisher i am just a regular guy that didn't play college sports okay but I can tell Nick Swisher if Nick Swisher could be anybody in the world Nick Swisher oh, yeah. would still be Nick Swisher that's right
0: and he's a, he's also a guy that people love to hate he's a, a hateable guy um, yeah. but I that's I think why he like, fits
1: so well on the Yankees
0: yeah right he was a Yankee guy oh yeah he was <laughs> and he, I'll tell you what he fit really well in the South side of Chicago for the White Sox too oh, yeah, he was. Yeah he looked like my neighbor to the right, and my neighbor to the left. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he was very relatable. And, uh, but I think also like his personality, but also like you're the work ethic, like you said, like at, I don't know, sometimes that's hateable. For whatever reason, it is. People are haters, let's be real. Um, so I think it just added on and on and on. Like, he was good. He didn't deserve to be there. He was small, blah, blah, blah. So people just hated him. And, or he loved him. And uh, yeah, right. so I, I'm Yeah, so just Nate, if you
1: can get Nick on the show yeah, with us, right? that'd be fantastic. So, yeah, see, you know. I, can, well, I don't know if
2: I have his number anymore. I'll check yeah, see. So, well, but you know OSU, OSU's field Nick Swisher Field. He donated a decent mm-hmm. chunk of change to put turf down so that's awesome here in ohio it can get difficult to play in march so yeah or April. yeah
0: right That's awesome <laughs> anyway, Wait,
2: did you that. have one for us i do um awesome. all right let's see it. a pitcher. so i got love it three guys um one of them was is my all-time favorite i used to videotape and i'll tell you after um videotape him pitching back in the day and come home if i was away doing something or whatnot i'd come home and at night watch just watch I'd fast forward through just to watch him pitch but um so we got randy johnson nolan ryan or greg maddox
1: oh that's it's tough easy i got for me. it already easy easy I got for it. me go go ahead you got yep. it yep
0: so um i i think we had this one uh, we had maddox earlier i'm cutting maddox um i'm cutting maddox i'm a maddox hater um I'm not going to deny his great, he's great, phenomenal, but just a little too boring for me. Um, But I I loved him. I don't know. I I shouldn't say I loved him. I didn't love him. It's just boring for me, but a fantastic pitcher, unbelievable. Uh, The other two are tough. My brother's named after Nolan Ryan. Um, He beat the hell out of Robin Ventura, so I'm sitting him for that. can't have that on my team when you're beating the hell out of my favorite team. Uh, So you're sitting Nolan Ryan. And then Randy Johnson's one of my favorite players of all time. I don't know he was like a new school old school type of pitcher he reminds me of some of these guys now with the the body frame the the whip the torque all that stuff um he was he could defeat you on the mound before throwing a pitch and to me that's like stuff you can't teach really he just he had that it he had he was a dude he was a dude and you can't teach dudes um so i'm starting randy johnson that's one of my favorite players of all time
1: yeah so um, I'm going to give some backstory to my my guy that I start. All right. So, as a Tigers fan, as a Lions fan, and most recently, which is very unfortunate, as a Red Wings fan, we always have to have backup teams uh, because <laughs> our teams don't make it to the playoffs very often. So, if we want to continue to watch in November, we have to have a backup team. Well, All right. And so, should just, just yeah, just combine. Just combine. Yeah. Combined yeah, services. Combined. <laughs> the Guardians of the Tigers is what it should be called. Um, so, you know, my backup team for the Lions. I haven't chose one for the Red Wings yet because they're still they're just breaking my heart. Like they used to be phenomenal, and they're just breaking my heart right now. Um, my heart has been completely broken for the Lions. Um, so I have my backup team for them, and it's it's it, it used to be the Colts, but now it's the Rams um and then my backup team for the tigers has always been the braves so the the guy that caused me to like the braves as much as i did was chipper jones andrew jones tom glavin and greg maddox so greg maddox automatically is my number one guy yes he was boring as hell and he did not look like he was throwing the ball with any type of purpose at all But nobody could hit him. So, Greg Maddox is definitely the guy that I start. The next two guys, I don't like Randy Johnson because I think he's the ugliest person in the world. Okay? Like, he just scares me. He is what horror movies are made on. Okay? Like, he scares me a little bit. And he's just so tall and so skinny that – and he (laughs) killed a bird for all of our PETA fans out there. Okay? He had a bird. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we can't get okay. canceled. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, so, but regardless, so I actually would would probably bench um, Randy Johnson, and quite frankly, it's because Curt Schilling, um, and Randy Johnson, when they won the, in, it in the World Series, I thought Curt Schilling was a better pitcher than Randy Johnson, and you just you can't you can't cut Nolan Ryan, right? You like you can't cut him. He he might be the greatest of all time to do it. So like you can't cut Nolan Ryan.
0: I'll, I'll be careful with that showing name too. That'll get us canceled too. I think now. Oh, know. <laughs>
1: and I—I I mean, we had a whole show about the the yeah. the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. And I yeah. did it in the bloody sock And I told everybody, I don't think Showings as good as he is, but he was better than Randy Johnson. So that's saying something.
0: Career wise, or that year? That year. Okay. All right. I just had to clarify.
1: Not career wise. No. Okay. God okay. Me, okay not good. Career wise. I, I know. That's what I thought. I just had to make
0: sure. I didn't know what you were drinking over there in that water bottle. Okay. <laughs> what do you got, Nate?
2: Well, I mean, I just I taped Greg Maddox. I just. I knew
0: you were going there. I knew it. Just I just knew six it.
2: Six foot, nothing, wearing glasses, white guy, out there on the bump, throwing anywhere from 82 to 91, making a ball move like a wiffle ball.
1: Just a and, finesse pitcher. Whatever yeah. he
2: could do to get Dude oh. to. I mean the stats he put up in regards to how many three-o counts or three-one counts he got into. I don't even know what they are, but it's just silly. Um, it, so it wasn't like he was missing the zone. I mean he was around the zone. I think he had a complete game at like 72 pitches. Like it's it was just silly. What he 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 pitched to contact. Yes,
1: yep. as he as trusted as his defense. defense. Everything we teach our kids right now is what Greg Maddox did.
2: Pitch to contact, not great contact, but pitch to contact. Let him put it in play, and make the game go quick. Um, yep. I just, I just loved. I like, I loved replicating and watching what he did, and trying to make a. I mean, if you can make a ball move like a wiffle ball, nowadays they're doing it like at 102, not, 89, <laughs> but still, it was just incredible. And I, like you said, yeah, Nolan Ryan, you can't cut. I mean, you just can't cut Nolan Ryan. Right. So unfortunately for this crew. <laughs> Randy Johnson makes the cut list. (laughs) But being an Indian, obviously Greg Maddox, I did not love when he pitched against us, and Randy Johnson with the Mariners beat us a few times too. um, I mean,
1: Randy Johnson was incredible. I don't want to take anything away from Randy Johnson. By the time that his stride was done – like, he was he was pitching yeah. from 46 feet by exactly. the time that he was done striding. So that ball at 95 miles an hour was really coming at about 205 miles an hour because it, he was so tall. And his strength, he was dang near in the splits when he threw it. And and furthermore, I guess I don't like Noah Ryan because of that one Minnesota Twins movie, you remember that, where the kid is the manager?
0: A little Big League. Um, yes. right.
1: Lindy. I didn't like yeah. him in that. He drove me crazy. <laughs> it's an so, underrated movie, 100 percent underrated could movie. You,
2: could you imagine being a left-handed hitter against?
1: Oh God! What I, was the
2: All-Star game? Um, Kruk. Kruk?
1: Yeah, John Cruck.
2: Yeah. He threw a because He turned his helmet uh, around. Yeah. yeah. Him the box against. Him.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a guy in right now for the White Sox, Garrett Crochet. I think he's six eight, six nine, same body, throws a hunter 100, consistently, hundred and one, hundred and two, but he doesn't have the look Randy Johnson had. Like I was something about that look, man. You were petrified in that box. It was it, it was something That's different. Cool. Yeah, and just to be clear, like I I found Maddox a little boring, and I'm a pitching guy too. Like I love pitching, but if I had to teach my kid one guy of these three to watch, it's going to be Maddox because he didn't have the body, he didn't have the 102, he didn't have the incredible breaking ball, but the guy had toughness, and um, that's something you can learn from. It's not God-given ability. So if there's one guy I want my kid to watch, it's going to be Maddox. Um, one other thing I got here before we uh, wrap it up here, I got a fan question. I figured this would be a good one while we got Nate with us here, um, add an extra coach to it here. Uh, so it's kind of long-winded here, but um, we had a fan reach out and say, um, how do you handle things as a parent? um addressing parents on your team that are yelling screaming talking down to other kids um on the team that are on your son's team or daughter's team whatever it may be um you've had to have a conversation with the parent um but nothing ever matters to their kids so their kid can do do no wrong um anything that happens to their kid they don't say anything but when it happens to another kid you know they're going behind people's backs and saying oh little johnny here's got to make this play he needs to do this um and at the end of the day just putting that extra pressure on you as a parent um you know i know as coaches you try and you know nip that and, and stuff but you don't see it all the time so how do you handle that as a parent um when that happens when you know, it's never their kids' fault, but it's always your kid's fault making an error or anything like that and it gets brought up in public and stuff like that. Um so a pretty good question from someone out there. Nate
1: Nate, you go ahead and start with this and I'll piggyback off of what you say because I'm pretty sure we're gonna be in lockstep on this one.
2: So I guess part of my conversation up front with my parents, um, is that stuff doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen if I find if I find out it does happen, we're gonna have a real serious conversation and if it happens again, either your son's gone or you don't come to the game. Thankfully, I have unbelievable parents and if there's been an issue or concern, they've come straight to me and asked me about it. But there's never been, it's, again, think about this, we're community based. All these kids go to school together, so there's 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 just love for our kids. Like from each because like one of my kids parents coaches them in basketball one of them coaches them in football so it's so it's full circle right so I guess I'm in a different situation than maybe some where if you're on more of a travel team where it's multiple schools or whatnot it could get a little dicey and hairy like that but for me it's never we've never had that instance and situation because my parents I feel like just love love on all the kids and I've if if it's anyone, it's me getting hard on the kids, and it's my own son too. I get hard on all of them um, if they're not doing things we've talked about or preach. And it's it's all about attacking the baseball. If you don't attack the baseball, I'm going to get on you. If you attack the baseball, I'm making air. Who cares? So, so right. I, I, I didn't really answer it, but I, that's just the reality of the world I live in right now with our team. Yeah,
1: yeah. it it's a it's a tough conversation that has to be had. Um, you know, obviously the age group is going to matter quite a bit. If we're talking 16, 17, 18, even 15, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, maybe the kid does need to make a play. You, you know, like at some point, like that kid needs to kind of start growing some thicker skin. It's never okay to talk about a kid behind his back, um, regardless. Um if it's a younger age group than that that those people really need to look in the mirror and be like like what's the object like what what's the benefit of me talking badly about a youth player what how is that going to benefit me or that team um to me that's selfish Um, If I was to have that conversation, if I was a parent and had to have that conversation, I would probably go to the coach first to say, hey, um, this is what I'm hearing. It's making me really uncomfortable. Is there any way you can address this to the entire team as to not make it look like I'm coming after somebody? And if the coach tells you no, you're not on the right team. So that's kind of where I would go with it. I would go straight to the coach. Um, as a coach, um, you know, it can happen, right? Um, I try to have a policy on my on my team that, you know, unfortunately I'm not perfect and you're not going to like things that I do and you're not going to agree with things that I do. Um, but just know that there's a purpose behind behind everything that I do. And it's not the kid's fault. Baseball is an extremely tough sport. They're on an island. They're by themselves. Yes, it's a team sport. But when that ball is hit to them, they got to make the play. And if they don't make the play, they feel like they failed their team. So the last thing I want to hear is parents or fans getting down on that kid, because that's not going to help that kid's confidence in the future. So if this is the route that this team is going, I would address it with the coach and ask him to say something or her to say something. And if they don't do anything, start taking your kid to tryouts and go someplace else, because that's probably not the environment that you want your kid to be in.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think you got to start with the coach. I think that's most important. And uh, you know, doing a little research from who it came from, the message. It looked like a nine U team. So, um, oh. you know, that's the craziness. I know how that could be. I know it's it's crazy at those young ages. Um, you know, keep other kids out of your mouth. I think that's important. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's nothing good can from come from that. Um, if you guys want to say say it to say it to your wife at home, say it to your husband at home. Uh, make sure your kids don't hear it. Don't post on social media. Um, that's a whole nother conversation that we'll be having uh, soon. Uh, there's a lot out there. A lot of teams. Nah, we're not going to go down that route in this yeah. episode. Jim,
1: um, Jim I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you a little bit here. Okay. Yeah. You shouldn't even have to go to your wife and tell your wife. I off. Agreed. But okay, you're it's sure. nine you freaking baseball. I like it's ten you baseball. What are we doing? Stop. I know. Just stop. Like I'm just look, trying to give just, some type of. Sl- <laughs> It's it's incredible.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm with you, right? You got to go to the coach. I think you try to tackle that head on. Um, the second part of that question, actually reading the the, uh, the rest of it, um, it is also the kids too. Sometimes they talk bad about one another. Um, yeah,
1: that's tough. I mean, you're not going to really be able to. Um, That's a culture thing. Um, That's a a team culture type thing. Um, It's hard to tell a nine-year-old, hey, man, don't talk bad about your other teammate. He already feels bad. Um, typically at around 12, you, they start understanding that a little bit more that they do need to play as a team, but that also can be kind of nipped in the butt a little bit by the coach. Like I preach on my team, we're, we're a brotherhood. We play for our brothers on our team. Um, if we have somebody that's out or down, we go and pick him up. We don't pile on. Um, so that's a coach thing as well. That, that needs to be addressed with the coach.
2: Agreed. The kid automatically, I, I kid sits you get a warning and then you sit like it's yeah you yep. it's, it's it's a team sport you're all in this together you're all trying i i'm okay i one thing i'm allowed kids as leaders on the team if they see a kid not giving their max effort or not going Call through, them out no just going yeah. through the motions mm-hmm. they have full reign to like hey man let's go come on we're all giving it our all you're not type thing but yeah. you make an error you, you pick them up you're going to get the next one, Johnny. Come on. Because if not, you know what happens.
1: It snowballs. Yeah, so 100%. Sure. Absolutely. We. I've been trying to teach our kids, like, in the outfield. Um, we were really timid there for a couple of games, um, not going after the ball, letting it just kind of bounce right in front of us, not making that diving catch. I'm like, guys, go make a play. Your teammates have your back. They got your back. Don't worry about it. If you go and make a play, if you miss it, they're gonna be back there to support you. Don't worry about it.
0: Yep, it's a like you said a domino effect. I made a comment this weekend to um, a parent from another team, and uh, I use this analogy all the time. And most of the time, people don't know where it came from—the movie. But hopefully, you guys do. But in sports, quicksand. I don't know if you guys remember what movie that's from. Um, do you guys remember when they talk about quicksand?
1: I, vaguely, vaguely from
0: uh, the replacements with
1: yes thank you
0: yes he talks about quicksand when one thing goes wrong and you don't have the good culture and environment the next thing goes wrong the next thing goes wrong the next thing you're understanding that that's it it's over um so i use that all the time and finally someone picked up on it this weekend and i was like yes thank you uh it's a fantastic movie very underrated but um yeah yeah, i agree it's got to start from the top and then it it funnels down the coaching has to set the set the standard and the kids have to believe in it and buy in and and then it goes from there and you have to have full buy-in and from everyone and it's hard to do i get it. it it is it's not easy but um it, the coach needs to do the job by setting the tone, and that's where it starts. And then from there, you're going to have issues, everything like that. But if the coach sets it, then you know what you're getting yourself into.
2: And on, on just to piggyback on that, as a head coach, you're not always in the dugout with everything. So it's your assistance, too. Make sure you have yeah. two or yeah. three sides. So- it can't be six. Yeah. It needs to be two max three people that yeah. have bought in, understand what we're pre- preaching, understand what Correct. we're talking. If not, Correct. it's, yeah. it's going to be lost and- in miscommunication.
1: There's always those couple of parents that'll help out during practice as well, you know, that aren't necessarily going to be in the dugout during the games. Have those parents out in the parent groups and, and everything and, and preaching what, what you're trying to preach to the kids too, um, out in the parent group because if when everybody buys in, it's a beautiful and a, a great thing and it's going to make for a great experience and a great season so everybody's got to buy into the coach's message as long as the coach's message is a positive one be the best cheerleader and love on them. yeah yep. like, exactly
0: you nailed it that's what we talk about all the time um <laughs> No, this is awesome. I'm looking forward to the Ohio State tournament this weekend. Make sure you guys follow along. Nate, it was awesome having you on, man, once again. Two time guest. And uh, I don't know, Andrew, we got to start doing something for our two time guest. Give him like a little plaque or something. like um, yeah, I still tri- owe you a, hat. a
1: virtual high five. Yeah. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll take some hats from you. Yeah. Yeah. I owe
1: you oh, yeah. I stuff.
0: No, we'll get that going. and uh, No, we need we need to be better than a virtual high five. A little plaque, like put on their desk. Uh, yeah. Maybe it'll be, so it'll be just made out of paper or something. Me
1: and we'll it'll sign be it. a paper football. Just yes. a, one of those triangular paper, yes. paper football. I'll sign one side, you sign the other side. We'll just oh. throw it in UPS. Yes. How
0: about we, how
1: about
2: we just do it for three-time
0: guests? Uh, all right. Oh, uh, I like that. Well, we got you on
1: next weekend, so we're going to have to... Really yeah, right, the right. <laughs> Nate's already
0: sending an email. He's like, I'm good for next week. <laughs> but no, it was awesome having you on, man. It's, uh, always welcome with us. Always welcome to talk pitching, talk Ohio, um, Ohio State, talk Nick Swisher, whatever you want, man. Always welcome. And uh, a lot of we fun We Nick always...
1: Swisher on the show. You're coming back on as a three-time guest oh, right
0: there. He's coming back oh, as a five-time guest
2: see what I can do.
1: Um,
2: yeah. hey, I just appreciate everything you guys are doing too. So keep up the awesome work. Keep bringing that spotlight to youth baseball here in the Midwest because there's a lot of talent here. And kind of piggyback on where we started at, let's get this talent let's keep them in the Midwest. Let's let them I – When mean, you see Notre Dame playing in the College World yep. Series. Let's get them in the Ohio yep. States and the Illinois and the T. Don't, Don't say it. Don't <laughs> say
1: it. Don't say it.
2: Let's help build up Big Ten baseball by continuing to develop the youth here and keeping them here in the Midwest. Yep. And
0: I Mac agree. baseball, let's, too. That's what it's all about. Let's, let's yeah.
1: build up oh, Mac yeah. baseball.
0: Well, Mac Macchen. Yeah. I like it.
2: Wright State had an awesome year this
0: year. Yeah, yep. they did. Yep. No, I agree. And that's our goal here. And that's what we're going to continue to do. Um, and with good people, you know. I mean, that's why we love having you on. It's all, that's what it's all about. So together, we're going to do this. And uh, like I said, you're welcome on whenever. And we appreciate you hopping on. And uh, we'll catch you for sure uh, sometime soon. All
2: right. Thanks, Jim. Take care. Good luck this weekend. See thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. <laughs>